Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Amanda. And welcome to Rock, Rock Lifestyle. Hi. Hi. I don't know why when you connect every time that scares the, the poop out of me. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm a little hot, but I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Um, it's been like a really tough week. Like all of a sudden, I don't know, just like everything kind of turned this weekend. And I just have all these new like symptoms I've not experienced thus far. And it's just like really kind of taking a toll on me. I've had like a lot of headaches and my back has been just like absolutely killing me. And I have like pregnancy carpal tunnel, which is absolutely horrible. Like pins and needles in my fingers and in my wrists. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like circulation. It's pretty miserable that, that part of, of it. Um, but I'm feeling a lot uh, better today, actually. Like I woke up feeling a little bit more um, rested and my sister just came over for a couple hours and we took a walk, um, with Jameson, the baby I nanny, um, I took out my new stroller for a spin. Ooh. Yeah, it's so nice. I'm pumped. Nice to know, like, beforehand. Well, yeah, I, like, at first, Brendan was like, oh, you should take Jameson for a walk. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I think I want to wait and, like, let her use the stroller for the first time. But, I mean, I'm going to give birth in the middle of December, so I'm probably not going to even get to use the stroller until, like, March. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, might as well. Let's see how we how we like it. I love yeah. it. It's a jogger <laughs> and a car tires like on it. <laughs> it's so cool. It, it's like it just feels like it's you're pushing nothing. Like I couldn't believe it. Like for such a bigger stroller, the little one that I spent like thirty bucks on when I first started watching Jameson, it's just like a tiny little like thing. It's so much more work to push that stroller. Really. Yes, because it's just, like, the wheels aren't, like, as nice. Everything's, like, not as nice of quality. So, like, and my neighborhood has a lot of, like, the sidewalks have a lot of big lips. So, like, I'm always having to, like, kick it back to, like, get up to the next little level. And that's, yeah. like, kicking back the whole stroller and him. And th- with this one, it just, like, went over the bumps. I didn't even have to move. So nice. Yeah, it was legit. <laughs> it was legit. So, we took a nice walk. And I f- I feeling, I'm feeling okay. Hopefully, I don't regret that later. Well, maybe you know, the movement will help a little bit. Yeah, I think I've been a little lazy because I haven't been feeling good. So I've just been like laying down a lot. So I think I needed to just kind of get out and get some fresh air. Yesterday I had the ultrasound. She's weighing about five pounds. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. I know. Home stretch here. They're thinking she'll probably be like 38, 39 weeks based on what she's measuring. Which is fine. She can come a little early. I don't yeah. want to be in the hospital on Christmas. So that'll be a great. I just can't believe how fast it's going. I was talking about your shower yesterday. And I was like, I just can't believe like, you know, just over a month you're due. I know. I know. In some ways, I feel like it's gone by really fast. And then in other ways, I feel like it's gone by almost slow. And I don't know. I think it's actually for me personally gone by like the right pace like I think I've enjoyed 
it for the most part and I've embraced it for the most part. Like I don't feel like I took advantage of anything like in a bad way. I think I've just kind of gone with the flow. And now that I'm in the home stretch of it all, I feel like I've definitely like been in the moment throughout most of the last eight months here. But when I think about your birthday and like telling some of our friends for the first time, and I was like, just like eight weeks, that feels like a long time ago. I remember when you first told me, (laughs) (laughs) I like, (laughs) I feel very honored to have known when you did tell me just because like looking back, I've been it's been such an honor to know from you and from like when my sister was pregnant with both of her kids, like I was one of the first to know and it makes me feel like so special and well, you are I so just special. can't wait to meet her even more. Like, Oh, she's going to love her auntie Ness. <laughs> I'll be there all the time. Perfect. I can't you know, wait. We'll probably be sick of me, but <laughs> nah, I'm sure I'll be sick of my mom long before I'll be sick of you. <laughs> Like, I don't live far, so if, you know, you guys need anything, I'll just scoot on over. (laughs) I I love that everybody's been saying that, too, because I just feel like what I'm going to need the most is, um, like, that social interaction, like, not losing out on on that, being in the dead of winter. Yeah. Because I was talking to to Chelsea, uh, my friend that just had a baby in October, and she said, oh my gosh, like, I'm so excited for your shower because, like, I've had no human interaction really in, like, the past six weeks. Like, she's literally just been, like, her by herself pretty much with the baby. Like, she's, I mean, a lot of it's her choice. Um, She was, like, call, she called me, like, freaking out the other day because she wanted to take the baby to go meet her grandma, but she was, like, too afraid to, like, drive Aww. with the baby. She's, like, I've only ever taken him to, like, the doctor. And I'm, like, well, where does grandma live? Like, is it far? She's, like, well, she lives on university. I'm, like, and she lives right around the corner from me. Oh, I'm like not far, not far. I'm like, you can do it. Like I get totally get the anxiety of like driving, you know, all of a sudden it's like, not just about you. Like I get weird when I have George even in the car sometimes. Um, but I just was like, oh my gosh. So she's like really excited to like get out and like see people. Yeah. My sister said that, like, I mean, her kids are, my nephew will be two next week and my niece is almost four. And she's even, because she's a stay-at-home mom also, mm-hmm. so when she has any adult interaction, she just, you know, I think enjoys it much more. Yeah, I definitely want to find a balance. Like, you know, I've always been a social person. Like, I still want, I'm really excited just to kind of get back out there a little bit. Like, Brendan was saying, he was like, it's going to be so good. Like, there's going to be some nights where, like, you know, I can stay in and you you and Vanessa can like go try like somewhere new and you can actually have a drink and I was like that does sound really nice (laughs) yeah we'll definitely do that and then we'll have nights that we all just go over and see yeah just stay in yeah and just and just stay in and and hang out all of it is fine like I love I love a happy medium like of it all like I love a stay-at-home like football Sunday but I also love starting that Sunday you know with brunch and then coming yeah. home and taking a nap or whatever <laughs> it's all about yeah, balance. you and her can take a nap together <laughs> exactly hopefully it all just you know is as seamless as I I hope in my in my brain that it's going to be I know that I'm really lucky um after talking to so many people to have my husband home with me exclusively for 12 weeks yeah that'll be amazing for both of you yeah like when you need a rest he'll be there 
and vice versa. So many women don't get that from their partners because just the this country and paternity leave, it's like the dad doesn't matter. Right. It's crazy. Like, at um, my company, they do have paternity and they can break it up as they would like to. So like where I was before, the manager um, had a little baby boy and he's able to like break up. So he'll do like long weekends or an extra day off during the week. That's cool. So some companies are better than others, but I think just our healthcare in general general in this this, uh, country is awful. Yeah. It's not the best. Well, my cousin, uh, Christopher, he lives in Germany and he just had a baby six months ago and he can break up his paternity leave however he wants it as well but he gets three years wow yeah that's really crazy basically their mindset is like that's how long your kid is basically your kid exclusively before you would transition to preschool or whatever the next step might might be you know is when they turn about some people do even do three-year-old preschool or four so they give them all that time and i'm like oh my god I'm so jealous like that's so crazy that you get that and like the first year is full pay the second year I think is like 80 percent or something and then the third year is 60 and 60 percent is what New York State paid family leave is of your paycheck right now exclusively so like if you choose to take the 12 weeks of PFL you don't get your full paycheck you get 60 percent of it so the fact that like he gets like 100 percent of it for 365 days is really crazy and he just got married too so they like went on honeymoon for like a month wow they like went all around europe i'm like i can't stand you (laughs) i mean i'm super happy for you so great so happy but i still can't stand (laughs) yeah and like i just i'm over here being like i'm like on the very privileged end of maternity paternity situation yeah so like I can only imagine other people like with Brendan actually he almost took a different job in a school district and if he would have taken that job they would have offered him two days I can't believe that two days like that's that's crazy it's just like welcome your child into the world go back to work literally yeah pretty much like you're in the hospital and sometimes you have to stay longer exactly I mean and there was no stipulation if the spouse would have a c-section like there's no stipulation for that and the minimum stay i think is two days for a c-section so it's just yeah it just blows my mind i just oh america (laughs) well i guess it's appropriate because election was yesterday did you vote i did not um i like to know who i would be voting for I didn't do any research or anything as I mm-hmm. should have, but that's the only reason I didn't vote because I didn't know who I would be voting for and whatnot. I like to do more research on what their stances are. I went back and forth on it all day myself. I'm not going to lie. Like I was t- like, I did research, um, but I already went into it having like a preconceived problem, like with a few candidates and morality of certain things and I was just like I don't understand why every time I go to vote it always feels like I have to pick between the lesser of two evils and not like two great people yeah 
which is unfortunate. Um, and it just made me feel grateful that we do live in a state where these days the being a woman of it all is we're okay. Um, but like in some states uh, where the abortion act has really been very harsh, there's been more people voting than there has been in a decade. I am glad that a lot of people got out there. Yeah, I am too, especially in like Southern states and, um, and mostly in the Midwest has been a lot of people where they've been like suffering. It's, it's just really tragic. And if anybody doesn't understand what the, like how horrible the Roe versus Wade thing really has affected people, like Grey's Anatomy did a really good job of showing that last week on last week's episode. Um, they did a really beautiful the whole I mean it was brutal it was so brutal to watch but like they really did a good job of like kind of just getting the point across of like what is actually happening out there and women are just they're dying and it's so sad I heard about that episode it was really powerful I mean I teared up someone like posted about it on Facebook and they were saying like they were they just finished that episode and they were like bawling from yeah the whole situation I thought it was really, really well done and not to the point where I was, I would get a little bit annoyed with TV, like in 2020, cause I felt like, oh my God, I'm turning on the TV and everybody's wearing masks and it was COVID. And it was like, I just felt like, okay, like I'm living COVID. It's like all in my face. I don't need this right now. You know, like I want to escape while I'm watching TV. Like there was no lesson to be learned in those shows. They were, it was just so like just heavy cause it was happening. Um, but this was just like a lesson. It was just, if you don't understand what's happening, this is what's happening. And if, even if you do understand what's happening, like the gravity of it, it just even, it made it, you just feel even more compelled to like, want to put an end to, to this and just like, oh my gosh, it was, yeah, it was a beautifully done episode. I love Kate Walsh. I think she's such a queen and she should win like an Oscar for, yeah. for like the way she performed in the episode. Oh my god! I feel you like I would cry watching that episode. I haven't Ugh. watched it in like the last season and a half. I kind of gave up for a little bit, and like that's saying a lot because it's like one of my favorite shows, like since day one. But this season, I mean, I turned it on, and I felt like I was watching an early season. Like they really tapped into the roots with the interns, with the vibe. I was like, huh, okay. I feel like I'm back here. Like, I feel like we're not grasping at straws. It felt fresh. I have very much enjoyed this season so far, and I have not enjoyed it in the past couple of seasons. I thought it was just, it was killing me. Some of the characters I just couldn't stand. So I like needed a break and then um, I didn't have internet so I wasn't keeping up with a lot of stuff yeah but you were the one that got me into the show I know I remember but I got you into like (laughs) for the right reasons all the beautiful characters well they started they like started just getting rid of all these characters and like saying goodbye to these characters and I'm like you're saying goodbye to literally the best characters and so they started kind of bringing them like back even for just like a couple episodes here and there like Jackson Avery's character was back in the last week's episode and I guess he's been directing a lot of these episodes oh that's really cool it is really cool and he's so beautiful to look at anyways they brought back uh obviously kate walsh like who doesn't love an addison comeback i know (laughs) i was reading somewhere that they were thinking about um reprising private practice 
Oh, really? I'd be here for that. I never watched it. Shocking. Oh, it's it's good. It's really good. But I know, like, she was in it. Wasn't it when they, like, went to California? Like, all those people? Basically, it's, like, her, like, end of her story with Derek. Yeah. Um, and that's how she kind of they kind of like move on with her character she moves to california and um actually fun fact amelia shepherd that's like the show she was in her character was introduced like on oh. private practice and now she's she's the only character on gray's anatomy that was a full-time character from private practice that is now a full-time character on gray's oh i never knew that yeah it's a fun fact so yeah, so that's kind of cool. And then if you really think about the private practice days, like if you ever get a chance, I think there's six seasons. If you ever get a chance to watch it and then you see where Amelia Shepard is now, like it's such a journey <laughs> she takes. Oh, well, I know she like, it was kind of rough for her. It was. She's she's grown a lot as a character in the last like 10 years. I'll have to go on. I'll see what it's on. I, I don't know what it's it must be on Hulu or something it's got to be on one of the or, or Netflix it has to be I'll check Hulu and see if it's on there I actually would love to rewatch it I haven't rewatched it in like a long time so did you finish Tommy Lies I did not and you know when you were ah! like I know <laughs> last night because I was gonna watch it Monday or last night and Last night, by the time I got home, if we did end up recording, it probably would have been really funny because I was pretty tipsy from, from the drinks that I had at dinner. Oh, my God. You would have been really tipsy, and I would have been, like, half a freaking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw and, that you went to the – what was it? Um, the Mexican Cantina in Greece? Yeah, it's called Margaritas. I've never been there. My sister loves it, though. She goes there with it, her coworkers a lot. Yes, it was really good. We got the Margarita Tower. Oh, my God. I love a Margarita Tower. And we asked, like, you know, how many glasses per person. And when Chris was asking, he, like, pointed to, like, the tall glasses. (laughs) And they give you short ones. But we each had two of the short ones. And then we got the rest to go. Sick. I know. I was like, this is awesome. God, it's so cool. It's so New Orleans. Yeah, I have mine in my fridge, so I'll probably have some of that later. Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. I always wish there's a picture of margaritas lying around. Like, that's such a casual sipper drink. Yeah, I'm like, this is great. Cinnamon sugar in my rim or salt it, depending on my mood. Yeah, we got um, raspberries. So I got sugar. I'm not usually a salt person. It it, de- it just, like, kind of depends. I don't usually like straight salt, but I like if it's, like, a spicy margarita. I really like when they do the, like, salty chip, almost, like, chip seasoning on the edge. That I don't mind. I think it's tasty. As but, like, crunchy like- salt is a lot. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. The black salt is really good. If you ever see them, like, rimming it, it's, like, a Hawaiian, okay. like, charcoal-y salt. Usually, it's that goes with, like, a spicy watermelon. I've noticed a lot of restaurants pair that. I do, like, a good watermelon margarita, like, in the summer. Same. Delish. Like, nice and refreshing. Mm. Oh, next summer. Can't wait. Yeah, definitely recommend going there if you haven't tried it. It's in Greece. There's also another <clears throat> margarita place, like, pretty much right across the street. 
That one's also very good. And they also do a tower margarita. So if you are, what? Where? It's like across the street, but like more, like slightly further down. What's it called? Uh, Los something. Oh, Los Gallos. Yes. I have not been there in a really long time, but I have had their food. Their taco salad's bomb. Uh, Yeah, it's very good there too. So a couple good Mexican places if you're in the mood. That has the most like Monte Alban vibes. Yeah. What I liked about the margarita place we went to last night is when they give you like the salsa, they give you your own little cup so you can pour as much in as you want. I love that. More like COVID friendly. I mean, I just always feel like like weird if I'm finishing the bowl. Same. So, and when I share a bowl of salsa, I don't double dip. I'll like break the chip. That's what I do too. (laughs) Yeah. So I liked having like my own little cup to, you know, double dip and whatnot. Agreed. I like that. I also think a trio is always preferred, at least for me. I agree. A little bit of mix, everything. Mix it up with the guac and the cheese and the salsa. Yeah. Yum. Oh, now I want Mexican. That sounds so good. I have my leftover salad in the fridge. It was like a taco salad, so I'll probably bring that tomorrow. Yeah, we have like a bunch of meat in the fridge that we have to cook, actually. So maybe I'll see if Brendan wants to do like fajita bowls. Oh, yeah. He's been, like, making a big thing of rice, and then we, like, kind of have been coming up with different meals to eat throughout the week that, like, complement the rice. So that would be good. I kept saying fajitas and, like, snapping. But no one laughed as hard as me. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was – we were laughing pretty hard last night, and I was saying fajitas. I'm so them. glad. I'm glad. It looks like I could tell you guys look like you're having a really good time. I'm really glad you have fun. I was just thinking about Lil Michelle a couple days ago. I texted her. I, was, I had a dream about her that she like invited me to go to a concert um, specifically to like Frontier Field to see the Zach Brown band tribute. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? It was like the weirdest dream ever. But I woke up. I was like, I think I need to text Michelle and just see how she's doing. <laughs> apparently my subconscious <laughs> misses her and is thinking of her i always miss her but she's so funny is she coming sunday yes of course okay, I, fi- I figured she was but it was it's weird like her and i haven't even talked about it yeah all our friends are, are coming you and michelle and amanda and georgia and lisa love i think lisa and i will probably go together perfect yeah i'm really really excited to see all my friends yeah, it'll be so fun. It's I always, I mean, we all haven't like been together since we went apple picking, which is actually not that long ago. No, but. But still. Have, have you talked to Amanda? Uh, actually, yeah, I talked to her last week. Well, I had actually said to Amanda last week when I was talking to her, um, I was listening to an episode of We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle. And um, the episode was very empowering and it made me think of her immediately. And basically what happened was they were supposed to be having a guest on and the, I guess how their process is, they have like the guest gets on a Zoom with their like tech people to like test the sound. And then then they jo- like convert the Zoom with the hosts. Um, so the tech people were like texting the host who is Glennon Doyle's sister, one of the other hosts, and was like, they're like 
the guests are like not being like nice to me. Like, I guess the guest's like husband was being really aggressive towards her and just like not being appropriate and like nothing like that had ever happened to them before. So the host, Amanda Doyle, pops over to the other one and was like, listen, like we're not doing this interview. Like you don't get a yell at our team who works incredibly hard to make this show. I'm like yeah. we've been we've been really excited to have you on and your and your work and to discuss it. And like we've been prepping for this episode for weeks, but we can't in good conscience have you on if you're making a member of our team extremely uncomfortable. And the woman was like defending her husband and was like, well, we were just on so-and-so's podcast, which I guess was like a famous man. Um, and they didn't care how they were being treated and this and that. And she was like, well, did so-and-so get their feelings hurt? And like, was trying to like gaslight the situation. Um, and so basically they ended up doing a whole entire episode about how they didn't do the interview and how there's been so many people in workplaces who don't get defended. Um when things happen to them and she was like when I told the tech person like we're not gonna do this interview the girl immediately starts like re-examining herself and it's like oh shoot like was it that bad am I being oversensitive and like backtracking because you're just so used to not having someone defend you and yeah. it made me think of Amanda back however many years ago it was when she had an inappropriate situation come up on the teller line where a member was extremely inappropriate to her and tried made to make sexual advances at her and wrote went as far as to write a note and the manager that we had at the time like did her due diligence like the bare minimum that she could possibly do and then fast forward a year the guy was like oh i guess enough time has passed and he like came back in and immediately re-traumatized amanda and she wanted something to be done and instead she got reprimanded yes i remember that I wasn't and, there like the beginning of it, but yeah. I remember seeing after like what was going on. It was literally horrible to like, I went into the bathroom to check on her and she was crying and she was really like upset because she was like, why am I being made to feel like I have done something wrong when I was a victim of an inappropriate situation. And this person received a letter saying that they were banned from coming into the office and here they are. And we have a manager who's sitting here saying, well, he's here. He's not doing anything to you. Just let him be. I just can't. I still can't believe that happened. I mean, I can't either, but it happens more often than not where people would rather not rock the boat than stand up for the member of their team like who is this measly you know teller the lowest position in the company you know in comparison to other people and like I think that that's how that person that manager that's how her mindset was she didn't really I mean I never felt like she gave a damn about us anyways but I mean it proved like she did not care and I just loved that three women in business like the Doyles and Abby Wambach, they were just like, no, like we have the power. This is our business. This is our company. These are our like hum basic human rights and we're not going to do the damn interview. Like who, we don't care. And they were like super chill about it. They didn't like, ever, they didn't release the name of like the guests and like put them on blast. They were just like, we're just not standing for this kind of 
behavior because this is our company and this is we're going to practice what we preach every single day and I like really had a lot of respect for that so I sent that to Amanda and she was like this really resonated with me like oh my god like thank you for sending it to me so I'm glad that it spoke to her because it definitely spoke to me and that situation didn't even happen to me but it made me think of a million other situations over the course of my almost 10 years at the bank where I felt like I was not treated with respect and then would go ahead and say something to somebody and kind of made, be made to feel like you just sort of needed to brush it under the rug because you don't want to like ruffle any feathers. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's not like a, it's not cool because you do, you end up gaslighting yourself. <laughs> you backtrack and you're, you get insecure and you think, oh, should I or shouldn't I? Like, am I being too dramatic? Like, no, you're not. You're, you're being someone with self-respect actually. And when I, when I started speaking up for myself when, or, you know, tellers at certain branches, I would be the one getting in trouble because they would be like, you can't talk to the customer that way. It's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said the exact words I did maybe at the time, but at least I was sticking up for my team. Exactly. I mean, there's so many situations where members were completely inappropriate and it's like, well, the customer's always right kind of an attitude. I'm like, but you're just enabling this horrible behavior that they can come in here and speak to us however they choose and that we just have to say like, have a nice day with a smile or whatever um, and not be snarky and whatever. But I'm like, towards the end, I couldn't stand for that crap anymore. And yeah, you would get called in the office and being told, well, you need to, our, our score of loyalty to our people is down because you have a grumpy face. Like, well, I maybe. I so bad for you. Cause like you and I had the same RBS, mm-hmm. <laughs> but somehow they just tolerated how I said things compared to you to them. I mean, looking back, I just, towards the end there, I probably was not the nicest, but at the end of the day, it was just from years of being people's punching bags. And I just, I don't know, like I took it with a grain of salt, but it, I don't think I would handle a lot of those situations the way that I did then, like how I would now, because they happened so few in between in my life. Like if I end up somewhere where someone's being horrible to me, like I might fuse is not right that you know it's not right there it's not ready to burst like I'm not at the end of my rope like Mm -hmm. at at the bank it was happening not just like weekly it was happening multiple times a day and you can only take so much abuse and that's what it is it's verbal abuse you really can only take so much of it before you freaking lose your mind and then to have you know management just be like well you need to try harder to be like nicer I'm like well how about we need to have better like culture and people can't have expectations that they can just treat people like that like it's fine that you didn't get your way or whatever the case may be but like the end of the day this person is just following policy and they're just doing their job to the best of their ability and if you don't like their attitude well maybe you shouldn't have had one as well like have accountability for that like I was not the nicest sometimes to people but over the course of, like I said, getting kicked and being down for so long, you just like, you lose your patience and it, it really starts affecting who you are as a person. And then you go home and you start carrying it into your, your home life. And it, it, you start having fights with your partner, the way you, even like the way I treat like my animals, you know what I mean? Like get irritated over stupid stuff, like stop it. And like things that I would never do now, cause I have so much more patience because I'm not 
putting myself in a situation that's so negative eight hours a day, nine hours a day. Yeah. I was meeting with the um, FC in our office a couple weeks ago. And I, this whole like situation was happening with Chris. And I was just, you know, very upset with the company and everything that he was saying, I was just taking like the wrong way. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was taking what I was saying, like with attitude, which I did have an attitude, but it like wasn't directed at him. It was at the situation. Yeah. And it was just like, I felt bad because he's like, I don't know what's going on, but you know, you are taking everything I'm saying like personally and it's not to you. I'm like, no, you're taking what I'm saying personally and I like apologize. Cause I'm like, I told him, I'm like, a lot's going on with the company right now. And it's like, really, it's not you. It's this whole place that I like don't believe in right now. Yeah. It's so hard being such a small part of it, but having such a big stance. Yeah. And you being there for as long as, you know, you have walking around, always having a pretty much a positive attitude that it's a decent place, you know, to work to all of a sudden in such a short time, having it turn around and just be like complete shit. It's just really sad, you know? And, but like, I know I'm not the only one who's left and had a life upgrade. (laughs) I, I mean, I've seen many people who've been like, yeah, no, that was the best decision I ever made. And I mean, it might be banking in general. It might be just the culture that we were surrounded by. But I mean, I don't know. I just, there's just so much more than that bubble. And I just think that the being quiet about stuff just needs to stop because there is just so much disrespect in the world that you should just feel safe in the community that is that you go to every single day like you you shouldn't have to like be counting down the hours to when you want to to when you're leaving like obviously nobody like 100% of the time is obsessed with their job and loves it but like you shouldn't have to go in with your armor on every day like you should be able to like sit back and like laugh or whatever you know what I mean like and if we didn't have each other it it would have been completely horrible and now like you know you just little cluster completely has left and I mean and it it goes to show like with how close we all still are as friends like there's nothing to do with you know us right (laughs) we all get along fine yeah like we're like the best of friends and now of our whole group there's only two left but we all still make the effort to like be friends and like be there for each other and be part of each other's lives so it's like I'm thankful for that and thankful for those friendships but that's about it yeah <laughs> lessons have been learned lots of them yeah lots of lots of time well, they're going to figure it out when they keep losing pe- really good people and the turnaround changes and the great place to work goes away. I know. It will. I never take those. Yeah. Surveys. It will go away. I know like pay was part of um, the great place to work survey and the Paul survey that we take, which neither I, I don't do them, but I know pay is one like was one of the biggest things in that and what they're doing it just like it's still to me not competitive 
no, it's not. And if you really do your research at other banks in the area, you'll see that it's not competitive. And also, I just think they're trying to put a Band-Aid on a problem by, like, but they're also, like, hiding other problems, which is just a classic. So I was um, watching, what the heck? Oh, that's what it was. It's actually a really great movie. If you, it's kind, I guess it's kind of a kid's movie, but I don't know. I think it's just like entertaining as hell. Anola Holmes. Um, she's Sherlock Holmes's like little sister. Oh. And the character is played by Millie Bobby Brown and she's the, in the, from Stranger Things. Um, she plays Eleven. And so, like, I watched the first movie, like, a year ago when it came out. And I just, like, I don't usually sit down and, like, watch movies like that. Like, it kind of takes a lot for something to pull me in enough that I'm going to sit there and really watch it and enjoy it. And I, like, loved it. And I saw, like, that on the Netflix that, like, they made another movie, uh, Anole Holmes 2, and it just came out. And um, while Brennan was having his land party on Friday, I watched it. And it was so good. Like, I wish they would make a TV show. Like, I would watch a series. She's such a great actress, and the storyline was so good, and it's, like, a really quick-paced movie, and I really enjoyed it. So, if you're, like, looking for something super, like, light to watch that's just, like, not heavy, just a fun movie, like, that was so great. I love it so much. What was it on? It's it's on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah, so one and two. I wish they would make a series because I really did enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's so cool. So I watched that. Oh, and then I binged the new real estate show on Netflix, um, which is like Selling Beverly Hills. It's oh, yeah. Selling Sunset Vibes. But the difference and the key maker is that it's based upon the family that is Kyle Richards uh, from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Her husband, her two daughters are on it and a bunch of other people. I thought it was way better than Selling Sunset. I thought it wiped the floor with Selling Sunset in every way. I haven't watched that still. They're both, I mean, it's good. It's just like basically high end real estate in California and drama behind the scenes. But like on, um, what is, what was I just saying? Selling Sunset, the houses are like a million dollars, like maybe two million dollars, a few bangers here and there. But on this show, do every freaking house was like $50 million, like wow. so immaculate like if you like real estate and just like like to see nice houses like I thought that they the houses were insane I've never seen anything like it in my life it was really cool and then the drama was like pretty light and fun and I love Kyle Richards is my favorite housewife so like to see her family like they're so cute and they like are just like her her daughters is adorable I loved it I thought it was really good so but if you like Selling Sunset you would like that oh my god last week I was cracking up um I was listening to a different podcast, one that I had never listened to before, and the girl was talking about the mole oh. show that you were talking about. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a man, like we had just finished recording like a day before or something, and I was like, oh my god, how funny. The mole <laughs> is the best. And you were cracking me up, you're like, I found old ones. <laughs> I did. Well, Netflix, people must have really loved The Mole because when I originally searched, like, there has to be more seasons or whatever, nothing else came up. And then 
I saw it like at the top and they had released a few old seasons of the celebrity mole but it was like I tried to watch it but you know like when some TV is just like too old you just can't yeah yeah it was like from 2004 um (laughs) it had Stephen Baldwin and like I didn't even recognize him like that's how young he looked um I told you like the guy from Princess Diaries the original Princess Diaries was in it the blonde guy that like she has her not foot popping kiss with yeah (laughs) he literally looks the exact same he's such a tool and you texted me you're like um is he in anything else I was like no literally no (laughs) (laughs) that was it um so they were like the ones I recognized oh and then what's that comedian with like red hair Kathy Griffith maybe something like that some comedian you'd know her if you saw her like she's in stuff but yes like I watched like two episodes I was like this is not as good um obviously because I was like 20 years old but I was like I I just hope that means because they brought it like people were interested enough in it that they will you know bank out another season of it yeah because I thoroughly they will thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the show (laughs) I can't believe it ever got canceled in the first place off network tv like what are you doing that happens a lot and Netflix just picks it up and they keep yeah, running with it. Still, they were sleeping on it. Like, it's been canceled for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have brought back way longer ago. Like, such a good show. I mean, it was, like, Survivor meets, like, The Challenge meets, like, I don't know, The Amazing Race, almost, kind of. But with, like, a Big Brother mind game. So twisty. <laughs> don't let me go off on it again. I'll be out of control. <laughs> Oh my god, um, I did not tell you. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going out with that guy. Which guy? The cute one. Oh. We As if we you'd go a- out with an ugly guy. <laughs> True. The one I talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Um, the date was great. It was a lot of fun, but he's not look- looking for anything. Ugh. And he kind of reminds me of the jerk. We'll call uh-huh. him that on us. Like, he gives off those types of vibes. After, we like, don't need that. Yeah, he's like, I can't tell what kind of girl you are, like your relationship girl, your hookup girl. I'm like, well, it depends on the situation. I'm like, who it is? First of all, let's tone it down with the labels, sir. <laughs> right. Like, it just, this was like the first time that we met up outside of like any type of a work thing because like we got a drink before but we did that to like hold over time before yeah. we were meeting up with our work people and I don't know I just like disappointed obviously yeah Ugh. but I'm not, I'm not here for those vibes a lot of like weird things kept coming up throughout it <laughs> like the When I talked about it Sunday with one of my girlfriends, I was telling her, I was like, you know, the more I'm, like, saying this, it just, like, sounds so weird. Shocking that it happened to me. It's just hard because you built it up in your head for, like, a while that it was going to be something that it it wasn't. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem. (sighs) Bummer. But, you know, I know now. True. You do know now. I would go out with him for, like, a drink. Right. Like, casual, fill your happy hour. Yeah. 
uh, but yesterday um, at work, he was like talking about some timeshare that he won like a trip for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, hey, I'm trying to find someone to go with. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And what's your point? The thing is, I kind of don't think he is that guy. I think he doesn't even. Like, he doesn't come off to me, like, as the kind of guy that would just, like, bring a random girl on a trip. Like, I just feel like he is, like, talking, a, like, a big game. Yeah. Oh, when I was telling him, because I took my nails off, I was telling him what a big deal that was. Yeah, huge deal. Of course. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, are you going to put them back on? And I said, yeah, probably, like, either right before Christmas or next year. And he's like, where do you go? So I tell him where I go. And he's like, oh, Okay. Like, why? He's like, oh, I I knew someone from there. I'm like, I in my mind, what? I already know who it was. Who? This one of the stylists there. That's she, really weird. Like, what a small world. And who remembers someone from a salon like that? He um, was like, obviously, there's like just like a hookup thing. But I knew who it was without him even telling me. And he didn't even want to tell me. He's like, you're going to talk. I'm like, of course I'm going to talk. Well, you already brought it up and I already know. So either tell me so I can validate the truth. Right. Or I'm going to assume and open my mouth anyways. Right. So he doesn't tell me. So I text my friend who does my nails. I'm like, so this is what happened. And she's like, oh, my God, I already know who it is. And she's like, what? what's his name and like what does he look like so I can confirm so she talks to the girl and she's like yep late night text thank you should have just freaking told you the truth then you wouldn't have put him on blast (laughs) what a weasel yeah and like one other thing I'll I'll say before I'm done talking about it (laughs) he goes you like the olive skin like guys don't you and I was like what do you mean and he's like like your ex mind you I've never shown him a picture that's weird that's a weird thing to say yes without like Matt didn't have olive skin he was just tan he's Sicilian oh I guess maybe he did have olive skin then fine (laughs) I was just like like where did you see a picture because like you know obviously my profile picture is not that yeah, and it's not like it's sitting on your desk. Right. And he's like, oh, aren't we friends on Facebook? Well, clearly you were creeping, so. Yeah, and like deep dive <laughs> creeping. Which I is also like, know, like, he looked at my Instagram. I mean, it's like totally fine for someone to creep, but like you shouldn't like let that spill out, you know? Right. Like keep to yourself. Otherwise <laughs> you look like a loser. I know. Like, yeah, obviously I creep also, but I'm not going to go out there and say that. Like, oh my God, your mom's so pretty. Like, no. Right. No, weird. Weird. So. Oh, okay. I'm writing him off in my mind now. <laughs> yeah. My God. Next. Thank you, next. Jeez. Wow. I'm just like, you know what? Just at this point. Any date that I go on that goes this way does not surprise me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every single frog is going to lead you to the prince. I'm telling you. I love my friend Carla. And I was telling her about like what happened. And she's like, mind you, I hate when people tell me this. She's like, the right guy's going to come along. I'm like, I even said that. I'm like, I hate when people say that. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. Like, of course. 
I'm aware. I've obviously I'm not ready. The universe is telling me this. That's what I was just about to say. I'm like, it's more yeah. like the universe is telling you. I just feel like with each, like, like I said, with each frog that like you come across, it teaches you something more about yourself that you needed to know before you find the right person. Yes. And I think the next thing I have to work through is trauma bonding, trauma bonding. Uh-huh. I, bet I need to read up more on this and like how to work through it. Oh my gosh. I love trauma work. You, it's so like liberating actually if you go through it in the right like ways I start like by like asking your therapist maybe next time you have therapy like what's a good like path to take because I did that um I want to do more of it actually um but I did a lot of it like childhood trauma stuff and my sister is doing a whole thing right now on trauma and she's like said that she's like learning so like unraveling so much that she didn't even know was like knotted up. Yes, I would love to do that. Um, it's the it's so freeing. I know it's from my childhood. Mm-hmm. So I know I know at least I know that I have to dig deeper, right? To get to work through it because there's so much stuff you suppress and like pat. I mean, at this point, right? You know what I mean? Like you're 30 years old, so like at this point some of the stuff you suppress you don't remember that you even suppressed it mm-hmm. it's so di- like dug deep like in there and then so all you need to do is just find that one thing and like I mean there's multiple but like you find something and then you pull at the string and you unravel it a little bit and then you'd be surprised like the shit that comes out and it only needs to come out like one or two times you know and then you, you feel like 10 pounds lighter you didn't even realize you were holding on to something like that yeah I totally encourage I think trauma work is so important and I just wish well at least becoming a new mom like I was just talking to my sister about this today I'm like she when she was a little kid um like when she went to preschool she had like a full-on fucking meltdown about being left and like cried and like lost her mind and it was like horrible and it would happen every time we'd go somewhere like she wouldn't like talk to anybody like she would freak out my mom would leave or my grandma would leave like she would have meltdowns in grocery stores and no one ever thought to be like okay, well, maybe we should do some work on Serena here and, like, take her to the doctor or, like, therapy or, like, figure something out. And she's like, I wish that they would do that, that they did that back then, like, that they knew to do that, like, that that was one of the steps to take because I would be – I would have been, like, figuring something out from, like, point A when I was, like, three years old versus now I'm almost 25 having to unwork all this stuff, Mm-hmm. that like I don't remember and so I'm like those are things that like now I'm going to pay attention to in raising a young child and you know not just be like you know sometimes kids are kids but sometimes kids are also trying to like teach us stuff about themselves and you know we have to listen the same way we would listen to an adult right so I really hope that you find the right path to like unravel some of those things because it's like really rewarding yeah, I'm excited to, I'm excited but nervous to, like, go through this next journey. Yeah. To figure out what's going on and how to work through it and grow more. You're go- you're going to. I mean, think about how far you've come just, like, scratching the surface in the past couple years since your breakup. Yeah. And I just, you're just going to continue in that direction and just... I, I sometimes don't even recognize 
myself when I think about who I was um, like three years ago. Yeah, lots has changed and yeah, for the better. For sure, for sure. It's just learning about yourself is so pivotal and so important. And I think people take it, take for granted, like, like being with themselves. And I enjoy my own company. Yeah. I never used to, but I really do too. Same. Like sometimes I'm just like, I'm okay, like not doing anything yeah. tonight, whatever. Yeah. Just being with yourself yeah. and mm-hmm. agreed. And, and one of the biggest things I've gained is when I forced myself to go out by myself to eat um, or to get a coffee. Like I used to be like, have this like, Inner, internal craving where I'd like want to go out to breakfast but because I was like by myself and no one could come with me I'd be like okay well I'm not gonna do that because I've got no one to come with me but at the end of the day I actually don't want didn't want someone else's company I just wanted to not feel awkward sitting alone yeah. and I started small and went to a little diner by my house and brought a book and had breakfast alone and thoroughly enjoyed it so much. And then I expanded to like lunch at a cafe and or went to like a coffee shop and just like little things. I used to like I would never be able to do that. And I don't know what it was that I would feel like I couldn't do that. And so many people are like I could never go out to eat by myself. I still haven't taken myself out to dinner, but it's like not for any other reason than I just haven't. I just haven't, but like, I, I w- would like to like, just go sit at a bar and have dinner by myself and a glass of wine and just do me and see how that serves me. And once the baby's here, you know, a couple months from now, you might want that alone time, even if like, it could be for dinner. Yeah. Like just to have like you time. Like, yeah. You know, just sit yourself. there and sit there with your own thoughts and and just be or or don't think at all I mean just whatever you want to like do yeah so yeah I think that that's that's like a cool thing right now George is trying to eat teddy grams from Jameson (laughs) and it's not nice I know those are not George's teddy grams (laughs) but yeah do you got anything else nothing else for this week well i think this was a very deep conversation i didn't know we were gonna have (laughs) i know me either that's okay we mix it up a little guys well thanks for coming back for another week don't forget to follow us on all the things and next week you get to hear all about amanda's baby shower yes my baby shower so exciting so yeah, follow us at Rock Lifestyle underscore, and we'll be back next week with more things, and we'll catch up, and hopefully more lighthearted conversation. But sometimes these heavy conversations had to be had, and hopefully it resonates with at least one of you. Then we're doing our jobs. Yeah. All right, Vanessa. All right. Enjoy Love the rest you so of your much. Day. You Love too. You. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Rock Lifestyle. Don't forget to follow us on social media at rocklifestyle underscore. Come back here every Thursday to hear a new episode. Be sure to like and review the show if you enjoyed. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.